for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you spend time in His Word today. How many of you have ever come into conflict with another fellow believer from your church community? It could have been a small argument or fight that was easily resolved, or maybe it was a big conflict that was not so easily resolved. To the point where there were hurt feelings and a broken relationship. I know, for, even for myself, there have been times where I have come into conflict with fellow believers in the church community, and some of those conflicts, sadly, were not easily resolved. It might be easy to say that, oh well, every community has its fair share of conflicts, and you can't get along well with everyone. But in today's passage, we can see the importance of loving and caring for our fellow believers in the church community. So let's take a look at today's passage now, First John chapter three verses eleven through twenty-four. For this is the message you heard from the beginning: we should love one another. Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil. And his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. This is how we know that we belong to the truth, and how we set our hearts at rest in His presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts, and He knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from Him anything we ask, because we keep His commands and do what pleases Him. And this is His command. To believe in the name of His Son Jesus Christ, and to love one another as He commanded us, the one who keeps God's commands lives in Him, and He in them. And this is how we know that He lives in us. We know it by the Spirit He gave us. Welcome back to Living Life. Today's passage represents a sort of second half in this first letter from John. In the first half. John focused on living in the light, the light and truth of God. In the second half of the letter, 
John focuses on the love that we should have for our fellow brothers and sisters in the Christian community. And he begins this passage with a command, one that we have all heard from the very beginning. We should love one another. John explains this command further by, through the example of Cain and Abel from Genesis chapter 4. As we know, Cain killed his brother Abel. Why did Cain do this? John explains that Cain did this because he was doing what was evil while Abel was doing what was righteous. The jealousy, envy, and hatred that Cain had for his brother Abel is how non-Christians and the world feel toward Christians. The reason that the world and non-believers have this hatred towards Christians is that as we seek to live righteously, it exposes the sin and the corruption of this broken and fallen world. And this leads believers in the world to uh, have this shame exposed in their lives. And this leads to anger and hatred. Jesus made this clear as well in John chapter 15, verses 18 and 19, where he said, If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world will love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So the world will hate us, and John says that we should not be surprised by this. We also see here a clear distinction between the children of God and the children of the world. Those who possess life and those who hate life are living in, in, are living in death. In verse 15, we also see that everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. Now, I'm sure all of us have at some point or another been angry at another fellow believer at some point in time in our lives. So this may seem a little shocking to hear this, but we can recall this is exactly what Jesus said in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 through 22. When we hate another brother or sister, it shows that we are a murderer at heart, and murderers have no part in eternal life. As we move along, we see that Cain is the negative example that we should not follow, and Jesus is the ultimate example that we should follow. He is the reason we know how to love, because He showed us what love is through His sacrifice on the cross for us. He laid down His life for us because of His great love for us. In Romans 5.8, the Apostle Paul wrote, But God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And we move on to verse 17. It talks about how we need to help our brothers and sisters in need. God doesn't bless us and give us an abundance of provisions so that we can live nice and comfortable lives. No, He blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others, specifically to those who are in need. We are stewards of God's provisions for us, and we need to use them wisely and for His glory. True love requires acts of compassion. If we see another brother or sister in need and we do not help, how can the love of God truly be in us? How can our hearts not be moved to compassion? We need to show and put our love into action, not just say the words. And then we move on to verses 19 to 24, which talk about showing up 
Christian confidence. Maybe some of us have struggled with guilt and doubts about our salvation. How can God accept me? How do I know I'm a Christian? Even in moments like this, we know that our assurance is not in anything that we have done, but it is in God and God alone. God is greater than our feelings, and He knows everything far better than we know ourselves. God calls us to believe in His Son, Jesus Christ, and to love others and to obey His commandments. And when we live in obedience to Him, He listens and hears our prayers. And this is the commandment we are to obey. Believe in the name of Jesus and love one another. How can we obey these commands? We can't on our own. It's impossible. But we can only do it through Christ living in us and us living in Him. And so, obeying God's commandments is evidence that He lives in us. And this intimacy with Christ is possible through the Spirit He gives to us. Through today's passage, we can see four important things. We can see that loving one another shows that God is living in us. Second, true love requires acts of compassion to those in need. Third, we see God's blessings upon those who obey His command to love others. And fourth, we see the assurance of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. The COVID-19 pandemic has really affected church communities all over the world where we can no longer meet in person and online services, online meetings are now the norm for the safety of everyone involved. But the pandemic has shown just how important community is, how we all need each other more than ever during these challenging and difficult times. And we, it also shows the importance of how if God is truly in us, if we are living in the love of God, we cannot turn a blind eye to those in need. We can't let this pandemic become an excuse not to love and care for one another. And even though we are a scattered church at this time, we need to continue to be a gathered church, have the spirit of unity, and come together in this great time of need. Our love for one another will show the world that the love of Christ is in us and that we are children of God. My prayer for all of us here today is that we can truly model the love of Christ and to our brothers and sisters and that we open our hearts to care for and share each other's burdens and do life together. May we let the love of God flow through us so that we can become channels of blessing and love to everyone around us. Let us pray. God, we thank you. We thank you for your great love for us. Lord Jesus, thank you that through your sacrifice on the cross, we see your perfect love displayed for us. We thank you that you give us the model and the example of how to love. We know that we cannot do it on our own, but we thank you that through the Holy Spirit in us, you give us the capacity to love one another to help our brothers and sisters in need. May all of us truly um, not just say the words, but put our love into action and care and help our fellow brothers and sisters during these challenging and difficult times. May the world see your love living in and through us. And may you be glorified through this as well. We love you and we thank you. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Let's go. 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 Let's go.